This is it. It's time for the Where Is It Now Geocaching Podcast, where you can escape the muggles in your life for almost, but not quite, 30 minutes. This podcast is sponsored by the Four State Geocaching Society and was recorded at Digital Planet Studios near Joplin, Missouri. Now let's welcome our host, Where Is It Now? Yeah, we're back. It's season two, episode six. Last time we were together, we promised to bring back Ron, the creator and developer of GeoGo, the geocaching app, back to the program. Now listen, even if you don't use Android or GeoGo, I really recommend you listen to this because today we're just going to talk about one feature and it happens to be the feature that caused me to purchase a second phone and to install the GeoGo app and that feature is how to create a route. So let's just get to it and get Ron on the phone. Hey there. Good morning, Ron. Thanks for joining us. Good morning to you. Well, I, I don't know if you heard the last episode or not, but in fact, it hasn't been released yet. But there's an episode coming out um, that is right before this one where I promised the viewers or the listeners that we'd get you back on the show to talk about some things. Oh, great. I'm ready to talk. Well, I have something in particular I want to talk about today. And, uh, you know, I always mention on the show that I'm not a native Android user. I'm a native iOS user. And so I own an Android phone, but only because of you. I blame you. And uh, so I, I bought an Android phone just so I could use GeoGo. So first of all, how do you spell Geo for the people listening? G-E-O-O-H. And then space and go. So you can find that on the Play Store, I assume. Yes. Yes. So GeoGo is it's native to Android, only works on Android, correct? Correct. That's okay. I, there, there would have been a time in my life where I would have scoffed at that and said, but I use iPhone. I prefer iPhone for making phone calls. What can I say? I'm used to it. But I've got the Android phone that I bought to run your app. And over the few years that I've known you, the app just keeps getting better and better. But the real reason I use the app all the time is to get counties and to create routes. And the create route function is so stinking cool that I wanted to get you on to talk about it again and just kind of let people know what this does. Because I don't know of any other app that does this. No, I, I think Geo is the only one that does it. At least to the extent that it does. Right, right. Okay, so this is what happened to me the other day. I, I took a trip to get some counties in southern Missouri, and I mapped it out before I left the house. I found, I think, 10 counties that I needed, and I found one cache in each county, and then I created a route. So why don't you just kind of walk us through, if you wanted to do that, a couple of ways you could do that. So you're just talking about the creating a route or just uh, finding caches along a route? Well, I guess because your app works a little differently than, say, the other geocaching apps, maybe we need to talk about how you locate the caches you want to add. 
Well, there's a feature while you're on the map in the app, uh, you can, you know, zoom in to uh, locate a road or a highway or or a path or route you're taking. And then you uh, refresh the screen and you'll see the caches uh, near uh, on the map. You can then save those caches to an offline list pan the map to go along the route or highway a little further, refresh again, get more caches, save those, and then continue that. Uh, you know, the more you zoom out, the more caches you get, which you, which may be too far from the uh, route or the center of, of the screen that you want. But so you can just, it's kind of a little bit cumbersome, but you can just, you can still do that. You just move the map and save, move the map and save, move the map and save. Yeah, I did that the other day for a trip to, uh, driving to Minneapolis from Missouri, and I got 23 counties that it really wasn't hard. I mean, I, I now for, the thing we forgot to say is GeoGo draws the county lines on the map, which is one of the things that makes it really different. Yes, in addition to the county lines, it's also shading uh, the counties that you have found. It's the only app that does that and maintains an internal database. So when you uh, log a find, it automatically updates the database as a, as a found, and then when you display the map, it shows it as shaded. So other apps may show boundaries, but Geo is the only one that will actually shade it and maintain which counties are found. Okay. Yeah, and I, I love that. So uh, just to kind of walk through, and there, I'm sure there's people listening that do have GeoGo that may not use this feature, and then other people that have Android already um, so what I do is I go into settings and first of all, I turn on, uh, show counties and I choose which states I want to show it in. And I generally only choose the state I'm going to actually be traveling through or the states because doesn't that save memory somehow? Right. Uh, the, the county boundaries are a lot of little dots and lines, uh, to draw the contour and the boundaries and the more you have the more it kind of overloads the map and the phone to render all that so it's it's wise just to keep the number of states uh, down to a minimum uh when you want to display them on the map yeah that makes sense i i remember when i first uh started using the feature i had the entire united states turned on and it just it worked it just really slowed things down loading everything right so anyway i turned counties on uh, to show counties, I choose the state I'm going to drive in, and then it maps the county lines uh, on the map so I can see where those lines are. And as you said, it shades the counties I've already gotten. And there's a couple of ways to get that shading, right? Right. Uh, again, like I mentioned earlier, you can uh, get it automatically shaded when you do a find. Uh, you can manually shade counties by long pressing on the map in a county and then there's an option to shade uh, that county and you can also just totally build the database by importing your my find uh, pocket query and that just rebuilds everything uh, you potentially even uh, create a uh, a file from GSAC or something else and then import uh, those as a uh, CSV file so there's multiple ways to get the counties loaded into your database yeah, for if you haven't used it before, guys, the uh, 
If you go to the geocaching.com website and you go to where you create pocket queries, you can create a My Finds uh, once every three days. So it lets you recreate it every three days. And it creates a zip file that you download and the app just uses that file. You just point to that file and, and it colors off everything in the country in. And then when you choose to show that state and settings, it shows you which ones are shaded and which ones are not. I have accidentally shaded a county when you long press or touch a county for a, just a, a second it pops up and says would you like to shade the county and i say yes uh but sometimes i do it by accident so you just long press to unshade correct correct you, yes you can uh hide it or, or show it and then if you did screw up your whole world somehow i don't know how downloading a, my, a new my finds does that overwrite everything and make everything right yes yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, just rebuilds it from scratch. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So the create route, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I've done the thing where I'm trying to get counties, but I also tried one the other day when I just wanted to uh, drive to an area that was about an hour away, and I just wanted to find all the caches in that town and that surrounding town. And by town, I mean it was a town of 4,000 people or so, and there were 15 or 20 caches around that area. So I did zoom out quite a bit on the map as much as it would let me and let it draw everything. And the truth is, is you can, uh, you can use the plus or minus sign to zoom in or out, or you can use your fingers just like I learned to do on an iPhone where you spread them or narrow them to get just what you want on the map. And then when you see those caches, you can add all those to a, a, a route. Is that correct? Well, you can add those to an offline list, and then from that from that list, create a, a route. And there's actually multiple ways of doing routing. Uh, on the map, if you select one cache, you you press the there's a button at the top that shows the distance to that cache. If you press that, it will automatically draw a route, a, you know, a driving route from your location to that cache. And that's just kind of a quick and easy way to see how you would get to a single cache. You could also create a route from the map manually by uh, long pressing that distance button and then start selecting the caches you want to drive to. And once you've selected those, then you route it and you, and you will be able to determine uh, optimized route to all those caches or just follow a route in the order that you selected them. And then once you've done, once you've done that, then that route stays with that offline list. And another way is to automatically do all this for every cache in the offline list is you go back to the home screen, long press on an offline list and then create a route from there. And that automatically does it for every cache in that offline list. So you have multiple ways. You can just do a route for the entire uh, list or select the caches in that list. Gotcha. I like it. I mean, I've not made one manually, but I, I can see the reason why you would want to do that. And here's an example. You're going to go to a town and, and think of the times we've done this where we've gone out caching, maybe you, uh, me, and Train, and we're hungry, but we missed lunch at, I mean, we're, we're in town at 10 a.m., Pittsburgh, Kansas, for instance, and we're not ready for lunch, but we have all these other caches. We could have planned the route uh, 
so that we ended up in Pittsburgh about noon or closer to lunchtime. So you can kind of create these routes manually to get you where you need to be. I, I want to say that as an iPhone user, a long press is not a thing for me or wasn't until Android. Even when you say that, you have created menus so that instead of having to long press, which you can do if you want, there's actually a circle that you touch that's the menu to do the same thing as the long press. Uh, yes, but uh, really on the map, it's the quickest way to bring up uh, the menu or the options to do what you want to do. Okay, I'm going to have to play with that. And it kind of in your, your example, I think an even another a perfect example of this is uh, if you download a GPX file for an Adventure Lab series and they require you to go to a certain order, you could uh, select those caches in the order you're supposed to visit them and then have that route predetermined in that order. Uh, so you don't have to do a lot of backtracking. And, you do, and once you've, you've got that order, it's kind of like the most efficient route to that each lab cache in that order. Gotcha. That sequence. Well, my eyes are always bigger than my stomach. So when I create a route like I just did the other night to finish out the counties in Missouri, it was 26 counties. After I was done, GeoGo tells me how many miles it will take to drive it and how many hours it will take to, to drive it. So it was uh, 1,096 miles. It was 18 hours and 41 minutes because of all the crisscrossing and everything that I did. And that told me I couldn't get it done in the amount of time that I thought I had. So how does GeoGo optimize the routes? What's it use? It, it, uh, it goes to an outside service. Uh, I, I'm using a, a Microsoft uh, uh, service to send all the locations and it will either bring back the route for the, the sequence I entered or an optimized route for all of them. Okay. And then it uses, uh, don't we use Google Maps when you navigate to or no? You can use any turn-by-turn uh, -turn navigation app that you want. By default, it's using Google Maps navigation, but you can use any other third-party like Waze or some other, I don't know what the names are, uh, but you don't have to stick with uh, Google if you don't want to. Okay. Well, that's another, you know, honestly, GeoGo has so many features that I know sometimes we're talking and even you've forgotten that you wrote some code to do something. In fact, just the other day, right. didn't you just say somebody requested to be able to do manual routes and you said, I'll see about that. And then you found out that you had already done it. Yes, I had uh, done it years ago and I turned it off. And so now I've turned it back on and beefed it up. So uh, when you do a route now, you will see the, the sequence number in the offline list. So you kind of know uh, this is the first cache I go to. Uh, and I've also now allowed you to just keep the, the um, order that you had selected the, the, the caches. And uh, before, I, before, I, before I forget, I know just, you're just talking about the county. Another feature is when you select a cache, at the bottom of the map, it tells you what county it's in. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, if you're just perusing without even showing the county boundaries, you'll know where which county that cache is in. I think I remember that. Does it also show elevation? Yes, it does. Yeah. You know, so some, some uh, 
challenge cash is, you know, you got to figure out what the elevation is and do some calculations and whatever. And so that's, that's just another feature that when you select a cash, it will tell you that the county and the elevation for it. I was getting an earth cash one day and one of the questions is what was the elevation? So I had Geo go with me and I just touched it and it told me. Yeah. And that's typically how Geo gets its features is that I'm out doing something and I'm lazy and I've got to figure something out and I'm going to go back home and add this to the app to make it easier for me to do it the next time. And elevation, elevation was one of them. Well, I love this app. I, I'm, I'm coming more to grips with uh, Android, but I love the app. So I'd love to have you back on the show and we'll pick another topic that we can kind of uh, focus on. That would be great. All right, Ron. Th- thanks again. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, it's always good to talk to Ron. That His geocaching name is Spirit Guide, and you can find the app on the uh, Android Play Store, and there's a support group on Facebook as well as email support. So if you have any questions, just reach out to Ron. You're not going to believe this. All right, maybe you are going to believe this, but I'm going to shut this down and I'm going to go find a geocache. You should too. See you next time.